Coming up on this episode of Coordinated. I am putting you on the spot, my friend. <laughs> I mean, really, really on the spot. We are recording this live for our podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, coming from you, I really would not expect anything less. Greetings, AP coordinators. Welcome to season four of Coordinated. And welcome to a new school year. Season four of Coordinated will help ensure it begins on a high note for AP coordinators. I'll provide step-by-step guidance, navigating from initial planning at the start of the school year through setup of AP registration and ordering, student enrollment in class sections, all the way through the final ordering deadline in mid-November. Those are just some of the highlights. We have a lot to cover. And I, along with other AP coordinators, all share some of our favorite tips and tricks that have helped us more efficiently manage our AP programs. Derek Kometa here, former AP coordinator, now director AP coordinator experience for the AP program. And I'm Rachel McBride, AP coordinator and school counselor at Mayfield High School. Welcome to the podcast for AP coordinators. Welcome to Coordinated. Hi everyone, I'm Carly Suge, high school counselor and AP coordinator. As an AP coordinator, I know at times it can seem like we are all alone at our schools. It's not a great feeling. But like any good counselor, I do have a solution to offer. Consider attending a free online AP coordinator workshop this summer. I've personally attended these workshops and found them to be so valuable. Not only did I get the latest updates from the AP program, It was also great to collaborate with other coordinators and shake that feeling of being all alone. These workshops are perfect for both new and experienced AP coordinators. We learn about getting the school year started, setting up AP registration and ordering, enrolling students, and ordering exams. I especially enjoy watching the live demos. Plus, the best practices and interactive conversation always help to improve my efficiency and productivity. Who doesn't love that? The workshops are led by experienced AP coordinators who work in schools and districts just like us. They are hosted online over Zoom, three hours long, and free of charge. Last summer, a majority of the workshops filled to capacity. To give yourself the maximum amount of scheduling options, don't delay. Go to collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training to register right now. We'll put a link in the show notes of this episode as well. Don't miss out. The workshops are highly rated. In fact, one might even say they are good as gold. See you there. Hey, Rachel. I hope your voice is feeling strong and powerful. We have double the fun planned for our conversation as we focus on two important action items for AP coordinators. Hey, Derek, I am an AP coordinator, so that means I'm agile and I'm ready for anything. And I can tell that you are excited because you have forgotten that we need to do our step-by-step timeline reset. (laughs) Ah, you are right, uh, as usual. Okay, so timeline reset. This is episode 71. Today, we're going to talk about class sections. This is step four in our series of podcast episodes to kick off the new school year. 
Step one was initial planning. That's episode 68 in the podcast feed. Step two was access codes and setup. Episode 69. Step three <laughs> was default and advanced. Episode 70. And that brings us to our current topic, as you said, class sections. Okay, good recap and refresher. For anyone just now joining us and whose school year is just now starting, please do go back and listen to those earlier episodes. They'll help you get started on the first three steps. And now, before we talk about step four, setting up class sections, we should briefly talk about the AP course audit. That's exactly what I was thinking. And we should focus specifically on how the AP course audit relates to my ability as the AP coordinator to create class sections in AP registration and ordering. Uh, I think we need some context though, Derek, help us out. Okay, AP course audit. Each school year, AP courses are authorized by the AP program through the AP course audit. New AP teachers complete a course audit form and the form must be approved by the AP course audit administrator at each school. New AP teachers also submit a syllabus and the syllabus that must be approved by the AP program. The course audit administrator approves forms submitted by new AP teachers and renews courses taught by returning AP teachers. And that AP course audit administrator, that person, that person may or may not also be the AP coordinator. Speaking of, we know you are an AP coordinator. Rachel, are you also the AP course audit administrator at your school? <laughs> uh, no, I am not. I gladly allow our assistant principal, Jared, to assume that role. He is a wizard with courses and curriculum. Some AP coordinators, though, do take on that role. It's not uncommon. For sure. Now, you might be thinking, how does all this tie into AP registration and ordering? More specifically, what does it mean for an AP coordinator's ability to set up class sections? And how about AP teachers setting up class sections as well? Yes, questions I definitely had early in my career as an AP coordinator. <laughs> Let's start with this. Either the AP coordinator or AP teachers can create class sections. Let me say that one more time. Either the AP coordinator or AP teachers can create class sections. In fact, at the start of the school year, coordinators can see in AP registration and ordering if their AP teachers have already created their class sections over the summer. For new AP teachers, or for an existing AP teacher teaching an AP course for the first time, the AP teacher adds their courses in course audit. Now, once that's done, the AP coordinator will be able to create class sections for the teacher. Then, the course audit form that form must be completed and approved by the AP Course Audit Administrator. Once that's approved, the teacher can access AP Classroom, the new teacher that is, can access AP Classroom and create their own 
class sections as well. For returning AP teachers teaching the same AP subjects, no action is necessary for them to create class sections. Let me say that again. For returning AP teachers teaching the same AP subjects, no action is necessary for them to create class sections. Okay, so let's be crystal clear. Submission or approval of a course syllabus for new teachers or course renewal for returning teachers, these are not required to create class sections? You got it. No need for the AP coordinator to be concerned with the syllabus submission and syllabus approval. That's a responsibility for the AP course audit administrator, unless... Unless, of course, like we said earlier, unless you assume both roles. Right. Message received. What's next? If that's the first part of this topic, the second one should take us to... That takes us to creating class sections in AP registration and ordering and doing that as early as possible. Now, we are going to spend a few minutes on this topic, Rachel. So let's mention up front coordinators will probably spend less time completing this task than they will listening to us in this <laughs> podcast episode. Uh, you might be exaggerating a little bit, but point taken. Most coordinators, even those with larger AP programs, say this step takes less than an hour. I know for me, it was pretty easy. So what is a class section for the purposes of AP registration and ordering? A class section is a group of students that generally represents each AP class at your school. A class section allows teachers to provide instructional resources through AP Classroom and allows AP coordinators to order AP exams. So when should class sections be created? I think you mentioned this earlier. This ties right into our timeline. When should class sections be created, you ask? As early as possible, <laughs> preferably before the start of the school year, to allow students immediate access into AP Classroom. And a friendly reminder, new class sections need to be created each school year. All right, got it. So early, early, early. We know how busy life gets in the fall. And Derek, who creates these class sections again? AP coordinators or AP teachers can create class sections. It's up to each school and AP coordinator. AP coordinators often use their school's master schedule of AP courses, teachers, and periods to create all class sections for all teachers. However, if AP teachers create class sections, the AP coordinator can view those sections and edit or delete if desired. And I think that feeds into your desire to, <laughs> hmm, how would I say this? Manage the details for consistency, Rachel. You know me so well. It absolutely does. And Derek, uh, we should include that there are a few different types of class sections too, right? Right. Uh, the most common is a standard full-year class section. This option is used if the section is offered for the whole school year or is offered only during the first semester. The second option is a second semester class section. 
Please use this option if the class section begins after the November 15 final ordering deadline. Two examples of this, one is a class section offered during second semester, another could be a trimester class section starting after November 15th. Again, November 15th is the key date to remember. The last type of class section is an exam-only section. Please use this option to create sections for students who are taking an exam at your school without taking a corresponding course at your school. Exam-only sections are necessary for independent or self-study students attending your school who want to take an exam for a course in which they're not enrolled or for students who attend another school but are testing at your school. Including any homeschooled students testing at my school or virtual school students testing at my school. Correct. Whew. So <laughs> that's a lot about class sections, Rachel. It sure is. Well, we did say today would be twice the fun, so I hope we did not disappoint. There was a lot to cover. We asked and answered a lot of questions. So now I have a question for you. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Where can AP coordinators go for more information on class sections? Of course. The AP Coordinators Manual, Part 1. Always lots of good step-by-step -step information there. I should have known. The AP Coordinator's best friend. We'll put a link to the downloadable PDF in our show notes. And now, AP Coordinators, now it's time to gear up for our newest segment. It's something we're calling On the Road with Rachel. And you might be asking, Derek, what road are we on? Why? It's the road to success, of course. That's right. We've been steering coordinators along this road with step-by-step -step guidance. Now, it's time to accelerate a bit. And share some tips and best practices from experienced AP coordinators. Everyone, Rachel is already on the road and modeling safe motorcycle driving practices. So I'm going to call one of our AP coordinator friends in to help with this segment. Just a moment. Hello, Andrew Kutcher, supervisor for advanced learning here in Cobb County School District. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Andrew, Derek Ameda here. Ah, uh, Derek, how are you? What can I do for you today? I am putting you on the spot, my friend. <laughs> I mean, really, really on the spot. We are recording this live for our podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, coming from you, I really would not expect anything less. All right. I am wondering if you could share some thoughts and maybe a best practice or two around naming class sections. Oh, absolutely. That's something that I can do. Uh, very important practice. In my district, I'd say that uh, AP coordinators create and name almost all of the class sections for their teachers. They do this right as school starts or just before school starts, which is in very early August for us. There are a few of my more experienced AP coordinators who also involve their teachers in the process. 
And some of them also have AP teachers who actually jump in there and create sections before the coordinator has a chance to do so. <laughs> I think I know where you are going with this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, if AP teachers are going to be involved in creating class sections at your school or in your district, uh, you may want to reach out to a line on what I would call naming conventions for these sections. Otherwise, we can get teachers who use some non-traditional, clever, or maybe uh, content-fun names for their class sections. So as an example, we had an AP English teacher who named his period one Othello, period two Romeo and Juliet, and uh, I think you get the picture here. <laughs> I get the picture. Uh, perhaps a better idea to stick with period one. Uh, yes, and I think that consistent section names are important for, for many reasons, including the fact that section names are going to appear on the school reports that come back at the end of the year and are reported to school administration and often rolled up to district-level administration. Excellent point, and I, I would add it's also nice to have everything organized and visually in order in AP registration and ordering coordinators, coordinators are the ones who look at those screens and manage those class sections all year long. Excellent point, Derek. Coordinators are the ones interacting with those class sections all year long. You know, given your advice, maybe you should consider becoming an AP coordinator again. What do you think? <laughs> I, will, uh, I will definitely take that as a compliment. Hey, Andrew. Uh, thanks for the quick minute and allowing me to put you on the spot. Always. I think this was one of those voluntold type moments, but you are always welcome. I appreciate you reaching out. Good luck to everyone this year. And as Derek would say, have a good as gold school year. Season 4 of Coordinated is co-authored and co-hosted by Derek Cometa and Rachel McBride. Derek also records, produces, and engineers the show. Our executive producer is Edward Biederman. Our podcast logo is courtesy of the amazingly talented Amy O. Amy is enjoying her senior year at Savannah Arts Academy. We thank Jackie Ray for our theme song, Good As Gold. Jackie is a former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School. Additional vocal support by Carly Suge, AP coordinator at Costa Mesa High School in Southern California. And a special thanks to all my colleagues in the AP program for supporting the show and spending time with us. And AP coordinators, we cannot say it enough. Thank you. We appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, you are truly good as gold.
some good is gold.